1: So much to digest. So much in the sense that if you if you type in Lauren Cho, you're going to get the gist of it. You're going to get, okay, this person was missing right around the whole time Gabby Gabby, uh, Gabby Petito was missing. And which is why they reopened her case. This was-
2: <laughs> and welcome to Brows of Murder, where we talk about anime all the time. <laughs> and also sometimes talk about true cases of color and give you music. Because... I have great taste. So uh, this episode, case submissions, because we do get a lot of submissions for cases that like people who listen to us want to talk about. And the best way to tell us about that is like DMing us on Instagram or just like emailing us. We get a lot of DMs on Instagram, so which I'm always thankful for. And for a lot of these people, I always tell them like, hey, you know, if you want to shout out, will give you a shout out, because I appreciate the reach out. Some do, some don't. <laughs> so battle, do you wanna start out? Because I know yours is like good. Exten- like, kinda of extensive.
1: Yeah, that's it's 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 a difficult one because it teeters on hearsay and what's factual and i as i was reading more and more about this case which we've discussed it about we've discussed it already everyone this is the case of lauren cho
2: yeah so if you don't follow us on instagram you should <laughs> because we post like these little like mini cases on there and one of the many cases we did was on lauren cho so this is kind of like a crossover with our social media stuff
1: yes so for everyone that doesn't know who lauren cho is She was a person of color that went missing back in June of last year. And so her and her boyfriend wanted to start something new, start a new life. So they left and went to the West Coast. They went to Yucca Valley, California, where they worked on property owned by Prince Talrispoli. And this person has been in the eye of a lot of influencers like I guess judgment or they're looking at him for stuff but I don't want to point a finger at this person um, there have been plenty of like system and, de- and deceased letters is that what they're called cease and desist cease and desist letters what did you say or- Cysts and deceased, <laughs> cysts, deceased. Deceased. is deceased, deceased. I've taken it out. There's no more. Yes, sis. so, so, so. Oh no, my sister deceased. They have pointed fingers at this person because he was the one that owned the property. He owned these Airbnbs, and there has nothing has come out of it. So. This person, he's an Italian-American filmmaker, he's a photographer, he's a musician, and some of the people that I've talked to that I've reached out that I'm not going to name just because they don't want to be named, they have been following it very closely. So, Lauren Cho, she was at this compound in Yucca Valley, and Airbnb, excuse me. People were calling it compounds on Reddit. But she was at this at this Airbnb or these Airbnbs working as a chef. And eventually things go, go south and she ends up leaving. Or that's what is told to the news when they actually come out and say, Hey, this person is missing. What's going on? And the family, her family, made it public that there was no evidence to suggest that Lauren left the Airbnb by herself. Or, like, just left. But that's what happened, according to people that were there. So, once it was made public that she was missing, people started to talk about her belongings. And news station actually said that there were that she they talked with her boyfriend and her boyfriend said she had been drinking and she wanted to leave so she packed her car and she was ready to go however her boyfriend leaves for like 10 minutes and comes back and she suddenly is gone missing so this was June 28th of last year of 2021 where they say okay she's missing so
2: you said, you said they were in the Airbnb or they had like at his place?
1: They were working at the Airbnb, owned by that person earlier, Tal Raspoli.
2: And did anyone else say that she was like also drinking, or was it just him who said that she was drinking?
1: They 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 said that they did an interview with the housekeeper mm-hmm. and the housekeeper of the Airbnb, and then the boyfriend, Cody. And they said that they took her keys because she had been drinking. So that's what they are saying. Okay. Okay. They are, the family is saying that the claims of her drinking are fake, that she wasn't drinking and she ends up leaving. Okay. Right. So fast forward now, let's fast forward to August 2nd, where Tal Raspoli, he made a podcast saying, you know, this person was in distress. She, They say that all evidence points to suicide. However, no body was found. And other than that, he has not made any other comments. However, if you go to Reddit, there's someone named OKRJ. OKRJ is supposedly, from OKRJ's own word, one of five people that were at the compound at the airbnbs excuse me i need to stop using compounds i was just reading a lot of reddit and a lot of people have these speculations that there's this crazy sex orgy like random Ooh. cult that was there they said that they ran all kinds of stuff but i'm not Little here to reddit. say that that's just reddit that's what people on reddit are saying and allegedly allegedly, oh, is allegedly right yeah. and of course this person rj or okay rj has come out and said a lot you can go through the threads if you go to reddit and look up Find Lauren Cho, there's so many threads. There's 872 members in this in this uh, Reddit.
2: and There's also a Facebook uh, group that I found too a while ago, or page, was it? Was I
1: it? was looking for the Facebook page. It's Find Lauren Cho, which was put up by her family. However, that is no longer a thing. I've looked Ooh. everywhere for it. It's completely gone. The only thing I could find on Facebook about Lauren Cho is what the local police department has actually put up about it.
3: Could it be that like like you know how they can make Facebook groups like private, private so that you can't mm-hmm. find them? Okay. Maybe that's it. That's a possibility.
2: Like, like, negative attention. But big.
3: I yeah. know
1: that I I was part of it and I wasn't able to find it. Like I know I, I joined mm. it before, but I was not able to find it. So that's weird. There are five people that have come out or that were there during this time. However, according to OKRJ. Okay, RJ said that the family told them not to talk to Media about what was going on. Again, this is what someone else is saying that on Reddit that claims to be a part of this whole thing that's going on. And okay, RJ is very defensive because they're pointing, a lot of people are pointing their fingers at Tal Raspoli, even though. RJ says that Tao was gone the whole time, like that month that she went missing, he was gone. So fast forward a little bit more. Back in October, a body was found. And the human, the human's remains that were found eventually were identified to be Lauren Cho's. And guess what? Her body was found right around a mile away from where she was staying. Mm, Mm. sauce it is extremely sus however this is where it's it's been really 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 stressful as i was reading everything um i actually don't have much typed out because there is so much to digest so much in the sense that if you if you type in lauren cho you're going to get the gist of it you're going to get okay this person was missing right around the whole time gabby gabby uh Gabby Petito was missing and which is why they reopened her case this was a big reason why oh. they reopened her case because I, I believe that it was going to be cold just based on what i was reading in other news outlets that said this sparked a reopening of lauren cho's case so if you go and look for lauren, lauren cho's case online you're going to find the same exact thing that She went missing, then they have updates. She was found, her body was found, her remains were found. Then they identified it as, as Lauren. Where it gets pretty crazy is that after October 28th, there have been no more updates. Everything has gone quiet. I have not been able to find her family's page. The only thing I was able to find that's close to the family's page was a they have a GoFundMe that they raised $25,000 for the family and to have a big memorial, which they already had. However, at this time, they have not released any autopsy, any toxicology reports. And there are some articles out there that are purely clickbait. Like you'll type in what happened to Lauren Cho or autopsy report of Lauren Cho, and they will have snippets where it says Lauren Cho this, blah, blah, blah. Ellipses, which ellipses are omission, or it's just not included in whatever is being said. Death caused by strangulation, and when you open it up, it goes back to Gabby Petito. Like they, they mention it's like clickbait, so and they're trying to get STL people shit. to read the article. Yeah, yeah. They're just doing SEO shit. So they, they have not released anything as far as like. Okay, RJ. Okay, RJ has not said much more he said something at the very beginning of this month but I don't it was more so about a friend that had committed suicide an artist that committed suicide and as of right now people are still wondering what happened to Lauren was it suicide was it murder according to the local sheriff's department there's no evidence of foul play however people Are saying that they are and what we can do as far as people that are into true crime is let things play out let these law enforcement do their job because if we're throwing around speculation of this prince that owns all this stuff murdered or had them murdered had or lauren murdered that can just cause a whole lot of misinformation misinformation which yeah. is like that's what's going on right now and i i believe that's i i sat down and had a couple hour conversation with someone that knows a lot about what's going on with this case and it was very interesting to talk and get to know this person and they know a lot more however me in my position, I don't feel comfortable talking about every everything because there's not ties just to this person. There's ties to some celebrities that were at this place. There's pictures of another celebrity or influencer taking a picture right near where Lauren Cho's body was found. Oh, yeah. You um, can me that. So to protect what we do, like... That's just something I don't feel comfortable, like, talking about.
2: Without, like, 100%. Yeah, right. without any, like, think not it. Because throwing around accusations like that, can, not just, mm-hmm. you, you people in a lot of trouble. So, but if you do want to
1: know more who this Tal Respoli R- R- Poli- is, you can look for them on, you can look for them on YouTube they have a podcast that they actually really it was like an hour long podcast that I listened to about Lauren Cho and depression and things like that. It was very interesting and something else that's interesting is that they went they made their accounts private as soon as everything happened, but that kind of makes sense because they were being targeted as like you're the person that did this, you're responsible. While he he's responsible in the sense that someone was someone died. On, their, on his property, that makes sense. But as far as what evidence is out at the moment, it, it doesn't point to this person. And what we know is that someone at the young age of 30 lost their life, whether it be uh, foul play or not. They lost their lives. And the best thing that we can do is just wait for inter- information to come out but also respect this family's um grieving process and respect the family and the has people the that are made,
2: involved has, has he made any like you know press release or any statements is it probably mm-hmm. gotten the
4: autopsy back yeah that no not that up i see to 200 days
2: yeah yeah. That, yeah it could take
1: a while and there's some articles i was reading about like why they, this could take a while and why why they are holding back information but i think within the next year for sure we're going to get more information and we'll have more of an update whether it be a full episode segment or something short to update people that listen and that's where we're at with lauren cho she was found however she wasn't found alive and um our thoughts are going out to her family well, And
4: it makes sense that the Facebook page was taken down, given that yeah. the body was found. So, yeah. like, that that initially, like, made me, like, very suspicious about, like, oh, what's going on? What do they know?
2: Um, and like I guess... You probably don't feel you know, any her, reason to have up anymore.
4: Yeah, her being found a mile away from where she was staying is also consistent with the story of she walked off, or she walked off and yeah. Not really consistent with the suicide angle, unless... <laughs> Something from the autopsy would show that. So I guess I can't really say that yet.
1: If you look up OKRJ, he states that she there was like water involved. There is like a lot of different information that this person was throwing out. I don't know who this person is. I was not able to find their socials social medias, but I didn't dig too much on this person just because again, my place isn't to dig onto assumptions of what people are saying because that just doesn't that could already put biases against me onto that person yeah. so i'm going to be projecting like oh you look super sus and that's the hard part about doing this it's really easy to read something and automatically be like it's mm-hmm. you yeah. like you're the person so again i respected this person respect what they had to say can only take them for face value because this is what they're saying. This is what OKRJ is saying. There are hundreds of responses that OKRJ has made in Reddit. Uh, There's a a lot um, going back from June when everything happened.
4: Yeah, I think we have a tendency to like think towards conspiracies or like want it to be something grander than just, you know, Someone who was mentally unwell killed themselves or, um, or even who knows, maybe it was like domestic related. She got into a fight with her boyfriend she was living with while they were drunk. Yeah. You when know. it comes to yeah. us
2: in the show, one thing we do do is try to just like give commentary on the facts. Yeah. And that's one thing we that make consistent in that, like, because speculation, like you said, it can just mm-hmm. spiral out into like chaos and so you can slander someone who, for all we know, could be innocent, it had nothing to do with it,
4: mm-hmm
2: so that is where we are with lauren Cho, and
1: as soon as we get more information we'll definitely put it out there for you
2: well thank you bad for doing a legwork on getting that information i know it took a while because a lot of yeah a lot of you dm back and forth That's all. yeah that.
1: it's been like a couple of months that i've been talking to this person
2: i appreciate the work all right who wants to go next
4: I'll go next. I feel like I'm never in the front of the episode. Yeah, you never get the the episode. Andre's trying to hide me at the back, so
2: <laughs> okay. hey, I'm got one well, my water one second. That's also the sound of him drinking water.
3: Please, do some water ASMR.
2: <laughs> Take it away, Robert
4: case is very very sad and whoever submitted this case i'm glad that we're getting information out but you made me very sad this week so this case is about Salvador esparza the third who was a four-year-old boy who was shot uh, in la so the story kind of goes back to july 5th of 2016 the The child had split custody between his parents. Uh, He had spent the July 4th holiday with his uh, father's family. The mother came and picked him up, and the plan was for them to go to the maternal mother's household for uh, a few days because it was her share of the time. However, they did not end up going there. They ended up at the mother's boyfriend's house, uh, and that evening that they were there, there was a shooting that took place onto the the front porch of their house. Thirteen shots were fired into the home, which struck both the boyfriend and the four-year-old child. The child was shot in the head and died. Uh, later pronounced uh, at the hospital. However, the boyfriend survived. So, a lot of information has come out, and given that there was also this kind of custody you know, story between the two families. There's lots of like, you know, finger pointing and things like that. The paternal grandmother claims that the the house that they were in was a known drug location, a location that she believes people, you know, buy and sell drugs and that there was some sort of gang affiliation tied to the boyfriend. Uh, that kind of remains to be seen. The There has been some quotes from the police officers saying that they believe it was gang violence or this was gang related. Uh, The story that the mother tells was that they went over to the boyfriend's house. The mother and boyfriend went to a liquor store that was nearby and they got into an altercation with someone there, you know, got pretty heated when they left. They came back to the house and that person came back as, I guess, retribution for the, the fight that they got into. The only description that any witnesses were able to give was that it was a black male driving a dark-colored sedan, which is nothing. That's that's no description at all in LA. You know, There's going to be lots of dark-colored sedans, and obviously there's going to be lots of black men. There is currently, or so as of 2020, uh, October of 2020 was the last time I could get confirmation, there was a $20,000 reward for any information that led to the... Uh, perpetrator of the shooting that you know resulted in a four-year-old boy's death Uh, the only uh, death that occurred the boyfriend did survive their wounds and so the mother and father actually had a custody battle earlier that year in 2016 Uh, the judge or one of the people involved with the case urged the boyfriend or the boyfriend to not pursue full custody because he would look greedy in the eyes of the law and he might not get anything. Is that how that works? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a caseworker. (laughs) (laughs) So the grandmother also is saying that, you know, that case was mishandled and if they had pushed for full custody, you know, he would still be alive. And I wasn't able to find any confirmation that the house that they were in was used for as a stash house or a drug house of any kind, and, but there does seem to be a strange wall of silence kind of coming from that neighborhood about what happened. Mm. So that leads me to believe that if people do know who it was, that whoever it was had some sort of connection or people are fearing retribution. Yeah. But it's been a couple years now. So if anyone is out there who does have information, you know, you could collect this $20,000 reward put A dangerous person in prison uh, and get some, you know, final rest for this family who, you know, still mourns the loss of their child every year.
1: Uh, and he died at four years old,
4: which is just horrible.
1: That sucks. I've, in this area where I live, there were drive by shootings last year, and one was a three year old boy that died and just crossfire and. It doesn't make sense that people do these types of crimes and feel comfortable with them and don't turn themselves in and don't have, I guess, like a moral compass. I don't know.
2: Well, I wonder if it's comfortability or just like Robert kind of mentioned, like fear retribution, because you might think like, oh, if you could do this, it would stop you from like shooting me.
4: Yeah. And I mean, if if you are identified as someone who will inform and you go to prison,
2: you
1: know, that is a dangerous thing, too. But at the same time, you
2: could be anonymous.
1: Big boy, big girl decisions. Big boy, big girl consequences or repercussion, right? So
2: absolutely. And hopefully, either they'll
4: come forward that they were involved with the shooting, or someone will be able to say, "Well, it was a dark colored sedan, but also this was the license plate number." Yeah, or anything. You know, the more information that I could not find about the liquor store story was anyone who could corroborate that or if there was any footage from the liquor store mm-hmm. that m- might be able to point this person out. I think that the the police are doubting the boyfriend and girlfriend story uh, pretty heavily and that they believe that they have more information that they know who did it, but for whatever reason will come forward. The, the grandmother has made all of these accusations and that's all they are. They are just accusations. We don't have any information on that. And the boyfriend who was shot cannot be compelled to uh, testify because he was a victim of the crime as well. So we are stuck in the place of four-year-old boy was shot. There's murderers
2: definitely still out there, and yeah. we have
4: no information on who they might be.
2: Well, we're gonna put all that information and contact in the show notes too, because that—that was that. You're right, Robert. That, that was does really suck. Bad. Yeah.
1: I hate when people die or get murdered, but more so when they're kids because a lot of, like kids are so innocent as I watch like Lila grow up and you know, she'll be a year in like a couple of months. It's so weird to think that in an instant because of someone's poor judgment, she could be taken away. It's just so, it's so weird and she's done nothing. This child that died has done nothing. Um, yeah. Kids are such inima- innocent
2: like bystanders in all of this. The only kid that isn't innocent is Boss Baby. Screw that baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want bad things to happen to Boss Baby. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> now,
4: now we're going to get the uh, sis and deceased. Okay.
1: <laughs> the cis, the cis, <laughs> and deceased. <laughs> sis, I am deceased. <laughs> Gosh.
2: This episode's tagline is going to be Sis, I'm deceased. <laughs> sis, I'm deceased. <laughs> so, Kelly, speaking of sisses, you want to hit us
0: with your And now, a short commercial break. At Parker, our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
2: Because yours kind of parallels in some ways, the Lauren showcase a little bit. Well,
1: mm-hmm. I hope it's hot like that sauce well, right it, to you, right next to you. Cause it's interesting
3: because it's, yeah, it's kind of the opposite in a way of uh, Lauren chose where, like, there's this there's speculation, obviously, but it's a little bit more founded.
2: We got some more, you know, meat to this. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's about Lauren Smithfields, which is actually getting a lot of attention right now, too, When Lauren Smithfield's mother didn't hear back from her daughter after many calls and texts, she decided to go to her apartment to check on her. She found a note on her daughter's front door that said if anyone was looking for Lauren to call the number on the note. Um, When she calls, she is told that her daughter is deceased and that a detective will meet her at the apartment shortly. But after an hour plus, with no word from anyone, she calls the number again and is hung up on. Um... So at 6.45 a.m. on December 12th, 2021, a 37-year-old man called 911 to report that the woman he was with was unresponsive. When medics arrived, they pronounced 23-year-old Lauren Smithfield dead and said that she had been for at least an hour. Oh. The man said that he had met Lauren a few days prior on a dating app um, the night before they had been watching movies and drinking at her place for their first date. He claims at some point in the night that she met with her brother outside and then went to the bathroom for about 10, 15 minutes during one of the movies. He said she fell asleep and he carried her to her bed and went to sleep beside her. He said he woke up once um, to her snoring, but in the morning he found her next to him with the bloody nose, which is when he found her unresponsive and called uh, emergency services. So the chief medical examiner determined that her cause of death was an accidental overdose due to a mixture of alcohol, fentanyl, and prescription drugs.
2: And they didn't question this man? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Where did you get the fentanyl from, sir?
3: Well, yeah, I think part of that was it was maybe implied, at least in some of the... I read that when she went to meet her brother and then went into the bathroom that maybe she was, but that's from the man, like that, that story is from the man that was on the date with her or was at her home. So the man who was with her was not questioned. And the scene was not searched until days later.
1: whoa whoa, whoa, Why?
3: That's the question. Must have
1: been a well-connected person.
3: Yeah. So, a um, did
1: this person come from money?
3: Or
2: was I he just no Caucasian? idea.
3: But he or was, was he a white cop? man. Okay, there we go. Actually, um, one of the articles I did read said that a detective who was initially uh, investigating the case had some connections to that man who was on the date with her. So, um, when the family went through Lauren's apartment much later, they found things that they felt should have been taken by police or at least looked at her bed sheets had blo- a blood stain in the middle of them. A lube and a used condom were found as well as bottles of alcohol and, um, a sedative like a, they found like a pill or pills or something and a plate of food that had been flipped over. So, like, I mean, and again, I know we were saying what we were saying about speculation, but in my mind, this man just met this woman for the first time at her home. She wakes, she's dead the next morning, like, Mm -hmm. and there's drugs in her system. Like, at least as a woman, my immediate thought is, was he trying to date rape her?
1: Yeah. I don't know, you know.
3: Like, it's not a hard conclusion to come to. And the fact that they didn't even fucking look into it is just...
1: So, the whole, wait, exactly were, the, were, the,
4: were the used condoms and things not taken by the police?
3: Yep. the used condoms the blood, the, the, and the bloodstained sheets.
2: Oh, my God. Were
3: they, so, they weren't taken? They were not. The family is the one that came across that stuff in her apartment.
4: This has to How? be the like detective's brother or, like, son or something.
3: Um, in one of again, in a one, one of the articles that I read, it's they had the brother saying that the police told the family and told him that they did not investigate that man because he seemed like a nice person.
2: The sheer audacity
1: of these cops. <laughs> what? Yeah. When did this happen? Like in the 80s?
3: No, this was last year. Last This was December. Yeah,
1: I was being facetious oh, because like, <laughs> the, the fuck? How did yeah. that happen? How did that get passed? Like, someone just, just because they're a nice person? Yo, Brian Laundrie was a nice person. If you watch the freaking uh, interview that they did when they he interrogated nice. him, yeah. he was just mm-hmm. like, he seemed really nice, but he fucking strangled someone.
3: And it also, it also like, reminds me specifically of um, Jeffrey Dahmer. When that Uh, young, I think it was like a 14 year old boy who was a POC and yeah, he escaped and the police like got a hold of the kid and Dahmer came up and was like, oh yeah, um, he's just freaking out. He's fine. And the police gave the boy fucking back to Dahmer, this random white man, like, but anyway, so
2: do we know how they met or like were they already already like. Dating, like dating or no like a, so they you know? they met
3: on a dating app three days before that date okay which i just i mean it was weird to me how much they were like in the different articles they were dropping the name of the app but i will okay. say like so they met on bumble bumble has been more fucking communicative with the family than the police have oh wow yeah bumble has been trying to help more than the police have As far as like, like giving all the records and things like that to help the family. So the family is moving to sue the city of Bridgeport, Connecticut for the mishandling and injustice. They feel they've suffered based on race, not only because of the lack of attention. Bridgeport,
1: Connecticut. Yeah. Fairfield's not very far, which Connecticut has one of the most expensive places to live. It's like one of the richest places in the United States Mm -hmm. to live. Or like, there's a lot of money there. Bridgeport, Connecticut makes sense.
3: Yeah.
4: So, that, did the brother of the family confirm, like, "Oh yeah, I stopped by her apartment and like yes, talked to her he, briefly."
3: He said that he had stopped by to get clothes from her, like, and she didn't
4: and, seem like like she was inebriated or anything when they spoke.
3: Um, I'm not sure. I mean, but the thing is, like, she. could I have mean, been... if it was
2: something like fentanyl, I think he would have noticed. Yeah, he probably said oh, yeah, yeah. something to the authorities. She already seemed like she was, like, you know.
1: yeah because fentanyl you get really like saucy look like like really
2: lethargic
1: yeah Mm -hmm. i wonder if she had a history of drug use
4: because if not like that's even a bigger red flag okay yeah Yeah. so this person who doesn't have a history of drug use just ended up with fentanyl Mm
5: -hmm.
1: and one to be clear when you say drug use you're talking about like heavy drugs not like pot because you could buy pot like right next door to connecticut
2: Heavy heavy drugs.
3: Okay, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I would assume. Like Yeah. Cause I mean, especially because like weed is legal in a lot of places now too. So Yeah. But
2: that sucks. So where so like where are they at now with the investigation? Is just like everything up in the air?
3: Um, they said that they're still looking into it. Hold on one second, let me pull up again. <laughs> Did um, they
2: interrogate
1: old dude, old guy yet? <laughs>
3: No, I mean, found, no charges. We did an
1: internal investigation
2: and found we did nothing wrong. <laughs> he was <laughs> nice. We, yeah, we found that he was a very nice man <laughs> with an award-winning smile.
1: There are some it's nice people. Guy. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: you know, he's wearing a shirt from my favorite team. I had to let him go.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see anything further. Oh, um, but the family did pay to have um, an independent autopsy done on her. Good. Because the thing, too, I don't... I, like, I read so much stuff from different places, but I know in one of them it said that, like, for the medical examiner to come to the conclusion <laughs> that she accidentally overdosed based on, like, what we know is, like, negligible because that's not enough information to, to really say that, especially without mm-hmm. the context of, like, where did she get the drugs yeah, that, or yeah. whatever. So you can't you can't come to that conclusion. So,
4: Corrupt cop, corrupt coroner protecting
2: someone yeah. mm-hmm. for, for apparently no I mean there has to be a reason I won't say no reason but like yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if like he knew somebody or if it's not that then it's like damn these cops are just bad at their job
1: but we just speculated and shit so
3: I mean we I are say, but yeah, it's just right. that like, you can admit it. yeah.
1: like
2: allegedly
1: as Hashtag like
2: allegedly.
3: again as much as like all of the stuff that, like, women are told to keep ourselves mm-hmm. safe when we're on dates and stuff. There's no, like, and she was meeting this man for the first time. There's no, there, I can't come to any other conclusion than, like, my first thought is, was he trying to drug her and rape her? Like, for all we know, too, like, yeah, I doubt if he did kill her, it was intentional. It was like, oh, well, I just wanted to, you know, assault sex this person. Con- yeah. Yeah, but it's I gave her too bad. much.
2: And, oh, yeah, but,
3: it's absolutely. I'm just saying that, that, like... And
2: that, and that happens, like, too. Like, there's been many cases when, like, women have been, like, date-raped and then, like, get OD'd from whatever was given to them.
5: hmm
1: That just... It just blows my mind that this person wasn't interrogated or the interrogate, interrogation seemed very minimal.
3: Yeah. Well, I, yeah, he wasn't really... I don't think he was interrogated
1: that's no. really strange that would be a prime suspect right yes.
3: that, that has and to be a prime. the last person seen the, with her yeah but yeah last person seen with her he's the one that found her he's the one that called the police he's
2: assumed that he would be heavily vetted and he was the opposite and not yeah at all.
3: <laughs> it's just well yeah like i just feel like in a series of events as far as like coming to conclusions in an investigation it's not like jumping to conclusions it's just like the natural series of events of like, this is the first way we're going to investigate. Investigate because Occam's Razor,
0: the simplest
3: yeah. answer is usually the one that it is. So, yeah.
4: I, I, have, in my brain, it's like open and shut case. They're going to win their lawsuit, but I am fearful that whatever body is governing their lawsuit is somehow also connected to these people.
1: Not only that, but like. A lawsuit even if they win that doesn't serve justice that, no. D- like no amount of money can if i if i mean i would imagine if we all lost someone that we really cared for to something so brutal I want no blood. amount of money like Pay me is enough yeah to, to make it feel better i think well, in that case like money wouldn't buy happiness like
3: and the thing too yeah. like so if they sue the city of bridgeport and they win that doesn't change the fact that he is not being investigated. Like yes. and I'm not and I'm not saying again, obviously, I don't know what happened. Maybe he maybe this is just a really random series of unfortunate events for this man. But like he still has to at least be ruled out. Like yes. genuinely.
1: Did they check his blood like level? Like his
3: I would imagine he level like
1: alcohol or fentanyl in his system? Well,
3: so the thing is like they they didn't approach the, in, in from what I've seen, they did not in, pro- approach the investigation as though someone did something to her. They approached it from she overdosed. So they're not going to, like, I would assume, like, the way that I've seen most stuff, they're not specifically going to, like, investigate it as a murder. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, I can't imagine that that stuff was checked. I don't know.
1: Or why wouldn't they find it? I feel like they should. Where where did the drugs come from?
2: That's the main thing I'm thinking. of. Like, where like where did, did drugs come where like, the drugs yeah. come from?
1: Like, yeah, yeah. That that's a it's not an open and shut like case. Where did the drugs come from? I feel like people that are selling drugs to people should be held accountable for selling drugs to people and when it's when when they die. Yeah,
2: I I did just look it up too. There is a GoFundMe for the family. They reached one second. They reached her goal, but people were obviously still donating to it. And it's set up by her actual family to pay for legal things and all top and stuff like that, too. And I'll put that in the show notes if you feel like opening up your corn purse.
3: Yeah, I'm, and I don't, like, again, it's not like we need a witch hunt or anything. It's just that, like...
2: We need answers. It, well, the family needs we, yeah, answers. we
3: need answers. And just the basic, like going through to rule out at least but like to make sure we thoroughly look at everything that has happened again the fact that they did not take those items until the family pushed them to so oh yeah sorry that's another thing the, the family found those items in her apartment and they pressured the police to finally take them into like um evidence or yes it them? Yeah. thank you how did they miss that the first time I guess it's they, they. just didn't think it was important. I guess because they, they took they took her credit card. What do you card, mean? <laughs> they took her credit card. They took her ID. They took thirteen hundred dollars in cash from her home and her passport. But like they didn't look at that stuff, and so also the so they they took that stuff into evidence after being pressured. But then the mother called um, forensics for the police department, and none of those things had been submitted to forensics.
2: They robbed her. They robbed her. Oh, my God. Make it make sense. Well, hopefully,
4: like, at least these cops get fired.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is Connecticut, so...
2: Connect. I cut. Wow. Sis, I am deceased. I, sis, I am deceased. That's
3: our new tagline. Yeah, really.
2: This is perfect. But yeah, so ending on a more. I mean, none of this is good. This is all been no. pretty upsetting, and it's not going to get any worse. So now, my case is about a transgender black woman who was murdered out in you know the middle of the street. And the people in her community are rallying behind her to seek justice. Now, this case was submitted by a listener who does want to be identified. Her name's Breezy. Her Instagram is Tatted Goddess. I'll put that in the show notes. I
1: love Tatted Goddess.
2: I know. She's, she's lit. She's, she's one of the homies. And uh, she has a uh, no-salt spice line. And said so you can check out. It's called Whipping It With The Left. And I will put all that in the show notes. Because she is a true homie. <laughs> So now, kisses, it's to the the kisses to the homies. Kisses to the homies. That was for you, Brazy! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, August seventh, a Saturday evening, Miss Coco Chanel Wortham, a forty-four-year-old black trans woman and master cosmetologist, don't forget that master. She knew her shit. She was fatally shot in Park Avenue in a Park Avenue's houseless uh, encampment community in Dallas, Texas. The only lead investigators currently have is a silver sedan spotted fleeing the scene shortly after the shooting was heard and saw. There actually are photos of the sedan too, and I'll also put that in my little reference thing. Now, police arrived to the scene around 10 p.m., and Dallas Fire and Rescue responded around the same time and took Ms. Coco to the local hospital where she later succumbed to her injuries. Now, the Facebook page, NU Trans Movement Inc., described her as a well-known small uh, small girl with a big, bubbly personality. Coco was described as a happy person who was proud of her identity and being part of the LGBTQIA community. She lived her truth and lived it unabashedly. Coco's sister, Summer Diva Rodriguez-White, and her friend, uh, Michael, and another person, traveled from Kansas City to Dallas Ricoco is originally from to attend her memorial service. Uh, her loved ones in her community miss her and they are out here hitting the pavement and asking people to keep her name alive so this doesn't get like bogged down in the media. Cause it hasn't, I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone talking about it. And also, I do wanna call out some news outlets for being transphobic as fuck and using her dead name. You're referring to her as a him. Stop oh, no. doing that shit. Get better at journalism. Stop being biased. Use the right name. Why does
1: that happen? Why? Like, why can't people just What? Yeah,
2: it's trans- <laughs> probe. So, I mean, I, so I, I go to school for journalism, and you're supposed to go by what they go by. So because, well, yeah, if I'm trying to find down. out
4: more information, like, oh, I did yeah, I saw Coco Chanel. You didn't see that dead person
2: name because I don't yeah. know their dead name. I didn't I, see her dead name because I don't know her by her dead name. I don't know her as a him because I knew her as a she. Use the mm-hmm. right name. Even if you don't agree with the shit, which mom's your goddamn business, what they can do anyone can do what they want to do with their identity and names and bodies. Well and Use the, point their of the right
4: journalism name. is to like get other information, to like yes. get more people to like talk about it and bring more forth more evidence.
1: Stop dead naming. You're mudding the
2: waters. Mm-hmm. Journalists, stop dead naming people. <laughs> you're hurting the cases. So now the human rights campaign recorded that there were 44 transgender and gender non-conforming deaths in 2020. It was only, that was only recently surpassed by 2021, which had became the deadliest year for transgender and gender non-conforming people in the U.S., and this, so the Human Rights Campaign Organization has been tracking, you know, this trend since 2013, and it has just steadily been on the rise. So for the past several years, transgender and gender nonconforming people have just been, like, getting murdered more and more frequently. Coco Chanel Wortham is the second trans woman murdered in Dallas in 2021 and the fourth trans woman murdered this year in Texas. All have been women of color. And we need to make a effort, like a conscious effort, to help protect our transgender and gender non-conforming friends. So I'm gonna to to go on a bit of a rant. <laughs> so a lot of this information can be found on a human rights campaign website too. And here are just a couple of things we can do to like help our transgender friends. We can eliminate trans stigma, educate family members and other loved ones about trans inclusion. Elevate trans voices and support equal, like the officials who make the effort to make our communities more transgender inclusive. We need to help open opportunities across social, across society, and help create safe spaces for transgender youths to come out and seek mental and physical health help. We also need to just expand non-discrimination policies across the board on every level. From housing to jobs, because there are so many trans people who are houseless just because they can't get work or can't get a job just because they're living their truth. And it's sad and disgusting. We also need to reduce risk factors and violence towards transgender people by just, like, educating people, speaking out on things, calling out people, and just, like, asking if people are okay. Like... and one, another one of the big things on the website pointed out, too, is uh, reframing a narrative around sex work when it comes to the transgender community and just continue to educate people. That's all we can do to help make things better is talk about it, educate people and call out the nonsense when we see the nonsense, because you shouldn't have your life in danger just because you identify what makes you feel like you, you know? Mm hmm.
3: And, and so I, I, I know of I've color said this. Especially
2: are notorious about this. Yes, and we need to stop it.
3: <laughs> well, and I know I've said this. I think on other episodes, um, but like I remember hearing the statistic that like the average lifespan of a black trans woman is thirty-two years old, and that's Jeez. I mean that's the same age as Battle and I, essentially yeah. like. So, like, just if that doesn't absolutely horrify you, like, you know, I mean, I don't know.
2: Like, we just got to do better and just be more conscious of, like, what we do and what we say and how we move through the world. Because not everyone is afforded that same privilege of just, like, walking down the street and not having to worry about being harassed by somebody just because they're living their truth. And I'm going to put all the information... About, like, you know, the stats and statistics of what we can do better and also about the case in the show notes, too. You got know, the case is still open. It's not solved. And if you know something, say something. That was my rant. <laughs> Good rant. Yeah, I mean, just it's, it's just sad all around i'm having people.
1: arguments with my family inside of my head about certain family members about stuff right now
2: oh no i do yeah. it all the time like I, I, i'll call my own mom like you don't know, you don't fix your language like, i know you mean well mm. but you just can't say the t-word <laughs> word anymore and it around like that yeah. start yeah. at home and like yeah. you know, the conversation is going to be uncomfortable and annoying but,
1: but fucking have them
2: Yeah. Yeah. Your family's more likely to listen to you and hear you out than just, like, someone on Facebook yelling at them. And that person on Facebook yelling at them is me. And I'm gonna (laughs) get banned for it. Not (laughs) only that,
1: but, like, our few moments of humility being uncomfortable is nothing in comparison to what people have to go through. So have these difficult conversations and if they don't want to listen to you right then and there that's fine because all it takes is to plant a seed and you plant that seed if
4: you they're know, thinking they're
1: about are. it at the end of the night yo, they're conflicted yeah. yeah
4: and if it makes them even a little bit more uncomfortable saying something like that again to somebody else you know if we all have those conversations over and over and over again the just social stigma of you saying that fuck shit is going to be so great you stop saying it
2: yeah, scream at your grandma, i dinner. better do it for her.
3: And yeah, I think too, like, it's not even just about you as one person saying something to your family member. It's like, if we're all continuously having these conversations, they're not just going to have it once. So like, yeah. it's yeah. you reinforcing it and then them hearing it someplace else and someplace else. Like eventually, if someone hears something enough times, I generally, get- yeah, yeah.
2: Community so. action.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also call community out community
2: reaction people. Oh I'm all about that life <laughs> 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 But uh yeah this was a fun episode We really appreciate people who like Give us cases and want us to talk about things We appreciate our listeners And if there's a backlog if we haven't
1: responded Don't be upset it's been so Hectic yeah. and we try to I know I go in there sometimes and like Look at what Andre hasn't read yet To try to help out and then if it's nothing that pertains to you, like I'll put it back, like unread, so that way, because I just want to make sure that like we we have enough time I'll to reach everything. To, yeah, yeah.
2: Get, yeah, we get a lot of DMs, and it's like I try my best to respond to everybody. <laughs> Got to through all those thirst traps. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: Well, Andre keeps posting pictures of him looking like a snack, so.
2: Mm, 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 mm. I'm feeling parts right now. I feel-
1: <laughs>
2: well, on that note, enjoy the music. You know where to find us all on social media: YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all around. Think about doing a Discord eventually when I have more time. I don't know. <laughs> stay deceased, sis. Say- <laughs> stay, <laughs> stay, deceased, sis. This <laughs> is from the homies. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs>
3: Time now for your latest weather forecast.
5: So, isn't that right? Isn't your Fans stab at a laugh, Sure that you'll miss the bone Rust, untimely decay Rabbits caught in the head And the cat's out the bed strike a time when I tried to read your hands. You left a letter in case you might feel. make you cry Oh Tears never take long